Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio, the Hot Tag Podcast, not THT, the Hot Tag Podcast collaboration show. I'm your host, J. Cap Morrison. I am like nothing else. And here is my host, Shaheen. What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? Yeah, J. Cat, he's, he's under the weather this week. My, my knee's still fucked. You know, we're, we're dying in different ways. He's, he's struggling over there. I'm struggling over here. Yeah, but, I'm good, though. Yeah. Well, then he's not dying. But, yo, man, we got a fucking... Jesus Christ. We got, uh... <laughs> shit went down last night. Shit's going down over the past two weeks. We haven't done this show. Seems like, uh... All hell is broken loose, man. We got we got a ton of shit to get into. We got Michael Elligan. We got fucking Rich Swan, GCW and CZW. Tons to talk about, so you definitely want to stick around. But let's, let's get into the main shit, man. I mean, we're kind of going backwards here. But, uh, I think this is the topic that we have to get into first. Otherwise, it's just kind of silly to avoid this. Yeah. Um... You saw a lot of the posts. I was actually at work, so I didn't even know exactly what what happened throughout uh-huh. the whole day until like this morning. Right. And uh, yeah, man, shit went down, man. You wanna you wanna get into this real quick and uh, fill people on exactly what happened? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we're we gonna go through Cage Death. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Doing? Yeah, I guess let's do like the main event of Cage of Death. Let's talk about that, and then we'll kind of go backwards. Let's talk about this uh, GCW and CZW situation. Oh, you want to go from the, the the end of the show to the? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it first, man. Okay. First I mean, time ever going backwards. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just fucking set off whatever, and I'll talk about it. All right. Well, we got uh, Joe Gacy in the goddamn main event with uh, yeah. Ricky Shane Page. And uh, who the fuck was the third person? Shane Strickland. Shane Strickland. There you go. But um, I saw, like, a couple of the spots, and I heard, like, the match was really good and all that. But uh, overall, man, I mean, I think it was the right decision to, to let RSP retain the title. I think the worst sure. thing they could have done is have Joe Casey win this fucking belt after uh, mm. you know the whole thing with NWA and all that, which we'll get into. But it's 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 kind of I don't know, man. I, I felt like it was going to be the worst cage of death. A lot of people were saying it was the worst cage of death, but uh, I can't I can't say I, I regret not going. Yeah, I mean, to preface, we haven't seen this show. We'll see the show. We'll talk some more about it when we actually see the actual matches. So I can't really qual you know. I, I can't really comment on, you know, how the matches were. Everything I saw that came out of the main event, pictures, clips, all of that shit, that shit looked fucking bananas. I, you know, before I even watched this match, I got to give all three of those guys credit because it looked like they went fucking all out. T- tubes, you know, panes of glass, huge bumps, everything you'd want out of a cage of death match. Um, so I, I really don't don't think that this match itself will come up short. Um, I mean, that that's really the only thoughts I have on the match itself. You know, I think... Um, RSP retaining is a good idea. I think, you know, eight months before the fucking main event, they already put him in the main event and then they did a whole bunch of other shit that had nothing to do with him just to throw him back into the picture. So, I mean, the least they could do is give him the title for more than, you know, one show. So, um, cause yeah. technically he didn't even really get a chance to defend it on a CZW show right. until now. So, um, but, uh, you know, the other thing is, I guess they had, a. Uh, uh, Anthony Gargone or Gangone guy uh, come after Gacy or some shit and no one gave a fuck and I, I don't know why they keep trying that guy I don't know why they keep re-debuting him they did it yeah. I think he had something to do with the front at some point no one cared then he had um, a best of the best spot and they gave him like Veda Scott as a, as a manager for no reason like he wasn't even active in the company and they brought him in and had a valet with him and no one gave a fuck and then um took him away again they were running like vignettes recently like gangone is coming like who gives a fuck and the answer is nobody and uh so that, that was that i mean 
I don't know what your thoughts on that guy is, if at all. Yeah, I saw him at, uh, I think, best of the best, and when they brought him in the other time, and uh, I can't say I was impressed at all. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know, man. I mean, he's, he's all right. I can't say he's awful or anything, but, I mean, he's not a guy that's going to put, you know, put asses in seats. That's definitely not a thing. Um, it is it is what it is. But uh, let's, let's get into the main thing that happened, man. I mean, I guess uh, you can call it an invasion angle, whatever you want to call it. Um, Brett Lauderdale, the owner of, uh, I guess, part owner of GCW, came in with Nick Gage. Nick Gage, uh, I think it's it's fair to say he's almost at every CCW show. You know, he's in the parking lot. He's backstage, you know, hanging out with the with the guys and all that. I don't think uh, there was bad blood or anything. But um, this time around, I guess it was a little different because uh, these guys came in. And um, I, honestly, I think I think it was – I really like it, but I thought it was, it was shitty timing because, you know, RSP, that's kind of his moment. And then uh, here come these guys with GCW shirts on, you know, throwing out flyers, I guess. Um, I haven't seen the footage once again, so maybe they're not throwing out flyers. I'm just going off what people were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, getting GCW chants going. And, um, you know, Nick Gage goes in the fucking in the ring. And I guess he, he said CCW's full of pussies. He started calling people out. Started calling out the front row fans that were, you know, chanting CCW at him and shit like that. I saw him and Tremont kind of, you know, had a little shoving contest. Um that kind of seemed like an angle to me, you know, when they did that. Because, like, you know, if it was legitimate, somebody would swing. It wouldn't be kind of just like, shove me, I shove you, you shove me, I shove you. You know, it was just, I don't know. Right. So, um, and honestly, between this whole whole angle, that was the only thing that kind of, you know, made me raise an eyebrow as far as this being an angle was when Tremont and, and Gage kind of got into that shoving contest. Because I was like, oh, okay, well, if this was legit, I I think somebody would start swinging or start defending themselves somehow. You know, it wouldn't just be, you know, them shoving back and forth. But um, what are your thoughts on this? And then we'll, we'll break it down. I mean, this whole thing, this will probably take a little bit. You know, I the first thing I saw, it was like, oh, that's ridiculous. The fucking invasion angle where the invading company is more over than the fucking home fed. Because, right. you know, GCW honestly is more over than CZW within the faithful, within the, the crowd that's consistently has been going to CZW for years. They're currently enjoying GCW's product more. I mean, hands down. You talk to them, and it's like, well, how can you argue with... You got Matt Tremont versus Jimmy Lloyd here. Okay, you got Matt Tremont versus Nick fucking Gage at, at GCW. I mean, there's no way you're just going to go, I, I prefer the Jimmy Lloyd match. Get the fuck out of here. It doesn't happen, you know? So, and same thing. Oh, you got Schlack in a fucking scramble match with a fucking tag partner, and then, oh, over there, he's fucking having a war with somebody. You know what I mean? And it just, it doesn't make any sense for them to say, like, all right, CCW is clearly going to be supported in this. So to me, it just, it seemed silly. I'm like, well, the only thing this is going to be doing is it's just like a live fucking commercial for GCW. So, and I a hundred percent, I still think it's, I've been told by fucking workers and everybody else that it's a shoot. It's a shoot. I still don't fucking buy it. Um, it looked like every other invasion angle that's ever happened. So I'll be really surprised if it was a shoot, I know we're going to talk about that and you feel it was a shoot and everything else, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's fucking crazy to just, to think that they're going to give them their airwaves on the website. They gave the full rundown, like Nick Gage showed up to CZW, but not in his old CZW colors. He, he showed up donning. It's like, I don't know. I don't know why you'd report on the whole thing. Um, I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's break this down. Same okay. thing. A uh, ton of people that were at the show that are, you know, have been going to CZW for years. That you and I both know have said it's it's definitely 100% a shoot. We've both had wrestlers hit us up saying it's 100% a shoot. Um, and, and wrestlers that are 
that you know we've both had on the show that aren't really like trying to kayfabe people and they'll talk shit on czw freely so i don't think it's them like trying to like sell me on it that's why i buy it more because i don't i don't think these dudes would try to sell me on a gimmick you know um however if this is an angle i think they did a really good job because they they sold the guys on it the wrestlers think it's a fucking shoot you know what i mean so if it is an angle i legitimately believe that the, that the wrestlers that have you know talked to us and said it was a shoot, really believed it was a shoot. I don't think they were trying to sell us on this being a fucking angle. Um, one more thing, on their website, you just mentioned that, but they, they don't mention GCW at all. They say small local promotion, you know? It, they're not trying to give them the, the rub, you know what I mean? And they don't, honestly, GCW doesn't need the fucking rub right now from CCW. But um, it, it, they, didn't, they didn't mention GCW. I mean, if they did, I would 100% agree and say, yeah, 100% of fucking work because they're shouting them out on their fucking website. But I don't think yeah. you, this is something you can ignore. I mean, this is a fucking big thing that happened. You know, apparently the cops were called. Shit got reckless in the parking lot. I don't know, man. I mean, this is not something. I mean, enough people know about this where it would seem kind of silly if they just ignored it and said, oh, yeah, Ricky Shane Page retained. That was Cage of Death, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just don't buy it. And especially with, you know, I mean, you start off the, the thing at the end of it, you know, at the end of their results with Nick Gage returned to CCW, but not like you would expect. It's like, well, for any casual fan that's reading that, the first fucking thing there is Nick Gage returned to CCW. So they're going to be like, all right, where is he at next month? You know, where, where is he at on the next show? Oh, no, no, we didn't mean like return like he works here. We mean return like completely fucked us over and stole our spotlight after our main event, like legitimately. Like, I, I, I just think that's hard to get around. I, I don't know how you come out of that. I mean, there, there's... There's just so much wrong. If it was a work, or if it was a shoot, I mean that's that's. Well, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy as far as like yeah. Of course, it was tremendously unprofessional if it was a shoot. Um, which I don't give a fuck because there's no morals. We'll talk about the morals in wrestling a little bit later. But uh, you know, if, if we start worrying about some of the other real shit that goes on in wrestling, we'll worry about how business is conducted and whether I give a fuck or not, which I don't. But um. You know, as far as a, a work goes, I mean, ooh, all CCW guys work for GCW. So what is what's going to happen? Like GCW gets invaded by CCW. Who's that? The fucking DJ, the rep, and the Feinstein kid. Like, I, I mean, that's the only thing they can do. RSP maybe. Yeah. I mean, who can they actually bring in? I mean, yeah, you could draw the lines and like. Well, Tremont's a CZW guy, or, you know, this one's a CZW guy, but, you know, your quote-unquote half-CZW owner, Matt Tremont, is the GCW world champion, so what the fuck are we even talking about? Like, it's, and I know, like, if this is a work, you know, again, I think automatically, you know, you go into Gage Tremont, and they play it up, um... I think Gage takes the title off him because, again, I mean, if he's he's walking into CZW, you can't have the the owner world champion as as the same guy. I don't know. The whole thing just seems silly to me. Again, if it, if it's a shoot, it's it's pretty hilarious. Um, but you know, I've heard you know there was some uh, you know tech that that helped them get in the building, and I don't think anyone needs help getting anywhere in CZW because. You know, they had mentioned that you know your goof security and this and that. I know their security ain't shit. Because I got cut wide the fuck open, and there was no one in, you know, within a hundred feet of me when that shit happened, um, you know. So I, I don't doubt that it's it's easy to get into the building. I don't think that that's like, oh, how how could they have gotten in? Like, dude, this isn't 
this isn't a well-run company as far as that type of thing goes. Most of the time, it's the students rolling their eyes that they're not on a show, let alone you know doing actual security. They used to have guys like Mo and like and those guys who would do security, and they weren't worrying about trying to get a spot two months from now. They were doing what the fuck they were supposed to do. They were getting the fans out of the way. They were keeping shit in order. They were doing what the fuck they were supposed to do. That's that's not the case anymore. So I'm not really like startled like how did, how did they penetrate the CCW security like uh, that that's not a big deal to me but this whole you know it's a shoot thing i mean it's history would say differently you know what invasion angles were were legitimate it just it would catch me by surprise i'm just going to bet with the odds and be like yeah it's a fucking work yeah. so the only, the only invasion that i can think of that was a legit shoot was a uh, XPW and ECW that was the only one yeah and that led to nothing. It led out to a fucking real fight in the parking lot that nobody saw but but wrestlers and some fans, yeah. I guess. But um, with this whole thing, uh, one one thing is obviously you know both you and I have gone to CCW shows. I mean, I don't, I, we haven't been to the new building, so I don't know how the doors work and all that. But at the Voorhees Center or anywhere else that they work, usually there's like you know the lady at the door, with, you know, collecting tickets. Then there's like two sixteen year olds of security. Like you can literally <laughs> nobody gives a fuck, dude. You can show up yeah. to the show like half hour late and you just fucking walk. Who gives a shit? It, yeah. There's there's no security. So that's not a legitimate argument. Um, no. One thing, if this is an angle, CZW is absolutely fucking retarded. I will tell you that. Because they gain nothing from this shit, man. No, no. GCW comes out looking like fucking gold. And these guys look like dickheads. Because if this is an angle, how the fuck do you let Nick Gage walk in your building, in your ring... In your fucking biggest show in the main event and shit on your company and say you're all fucking pussies and yeah. walk out untouched. Like, that, you gain nothing from that. If this is an angle, you are an absolute asshole for agreeing to this. And good for Lauderdale and them because they, they gain everything from this. You know what I mean? Because if it's a shoot, it's hilarious. If it's not a shoot, they gain and CZW looks like assholes. Right. Well, I mean, as far as that goes, too, like, um, I mean, DJ's a fucking cuckold, man. He paid fucking Onita like ten grand for him to call him a cheap motherfucker after the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that that's like a new thing on DJ's fucking, <laughs> you know, to do list. Like, oh, someone's gonna shit on me after I pay him. Like that, that happens all the fucking time in his world. But I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't see how CZW gains from this because I just say like within a work situation. All right, they go head to head. GCW goes, we're going to fucking show you how it's done next week. And next week, they're going to show them how it's fucking done. Like, up until the Cage of Death match, people were writing all sorts of wild shit online. Like, you know, this is like watching a cancer patient die. Like, you know, they, they were shitting all over the show, saying how horrible this is the worst Cage of Death ever, this and that. And, and then, you know, okay, you put on a big, crazy Cage of Death match. And then a guy comes out and be like, yo fuck this shit we're gonna show you what the fuck the, the deal is next week they do and then january from what i hear there's no czw show so you get like an absence of czw for an entire month after this other company blows it out of the water and they come back in a new venue who knows the fuck where i heard maybe asbury i, I don't know a, a new venue somewhere possibly in february and and, and then what rehash something and and you know, they're not going to, like, try to outdo GCW's ultraviolence in February in a new building. That's not going to fucking happen. So I'm not really sure what the plan would even be, you know, within a, a worked situation here. But again, it doesn't really make sense from either angle. 
Yeah, and, and another thing that uh, GCW would gain from this is, hey, like, they passed out flyers. Hey, we're, we're in town next week. Come check out some real shit. You know what I mean? And then the following month, it's like, hey, we're doing a show in January. Guess who's not? CZW, the same fucking people that were in their building. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Stole fucking a couple hundred of your fans right there, you know? It's crazy. Crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, as far as GCW goes, again, like, I don't really care about the unprofessionalism about it, but, like, it's a huge slap in the fucking face to CZW. If it's a legitimate shoot, it's fucking hilarious because they did, you know, at their WrestleMania, rather than, you know, you know, sometimes they'll have, like, a big-ass show and they'll close the show out with a promo, you know, they'll have the main event and then after the thing, they'll they'll launch some kind of angle or something like that on you know WWE TV and you know close it out and you know, what what's going to happen on Raw? This is like that. Only like another company came in, did that, and then they got the cameras. And right. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're not going to be coming back with the same program. But uh, if you want to find out what happened, go to their fucking show. I mean, it it's just it was a live commercial for GCW immediately following the main fucking event, which is bizarre yeah i mean um you know they got you could see the way it went down it got in the ring um lauderdale kind of hid behind gage like his girlfriend and then um they got lauderdale out of the ring before they got gage out of the ring and uh you know supposedly cops were called and this and that but you know they bantered back and forth with gage for a minute i think he his mic was on for a minute and i think they cut it um but again i i don't think that you know that's much different than what it would have happened if they were working it um i don't know yeah um i did hear the cops were called which is another reason i would think it's a shoot and you know this isn't like like fans were saying they saw the cops and you know they were they were talking to them and this that and the third so i i don't i don't know man if this is an angle this is some ballsy shit to get the cops involved and and, and sell it as real especially with you know cage's situation I'm like, i don't i don't know man it's just it's fucking it's weird. It's bizarre. I never thought it would actually happen. I thought like an invasion angle would happen. I, I didn't think they would try to sell it as like a like an actual shoot to like you know fans that can't be kayfabe really. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's next level shit, man. I don't know. So like that that gang affiliated shit came to life, man. He brought it to fucking yeah. CCW with them. I uh I predicted Gage Cage of Death, but I, yeah, it's true. I definitely yeah. didn't predict this situation. That's definitely a little different than what I was thinking. But <laughs> hey, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And how silly is it to to leave CCW's cage of death with people chanting GCW? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, even <laughs> if it is like a, an arranged thing, like the invading company's not supposed to be more over than your home fed. Right. That's really dumb. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to get booed. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. Dumb. Like, fuck you. This is our house. Like, right. they're like, fuck it. It's their it's their house too. Come on in, bro. <laughs> nice. I don't have to wait till next weekend. They're here now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. Yeah, dude. the fans are like holding the door for him and shit. Yeah. Come on in. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I heard uh like like Tremont was pretty pissed apparently, which I I don't know. It's kind of weird because they're facing off next week in GCW. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I know Tremont. You know, he's you know super professional. He's gonna hold up to his word on all that type of stuff. So I wouldn't see like him particularly doing that. But I can't imagine like if this was a legitimate thing, like they just fucking smacked them in the mouth after their biggest show of the year, directly after the main event, stealing the fucking spotlight from CCW as they close the show out. That DJ doesn't turn around and say, "All right, none of you motherfuckers are working for those guys next week." Because, 
You know what I mean? Like, they just fucking spit in our face. And, you know, to help them go put on a banging-ass show, we're not down with that, you know? I'm not saying that's the right thing business-wise, but neither is what GCW did, you know what I mean? So if, if it's a shoot, like, I can't see DJ just going, all right, well... Uh, you know, good luck next week. I'm, uh, and from what I heard, he, he headed out to Disney world or wherever the fuck again. So, you know, just strapping on my mouse ears, man. Take care. Uh, have a good show and we'll fucking see you in February. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It just, the whole thing seems fucking weird, but everything with CCW seems weird these days. Nothing makes fucking sense. We'll go over the card and, and you, you'll see this. This is not any more strange than the rest of the shit that happened on the show. Yeah. Um, what, what else was I going to say? Um, Joey Janela apparently was, like, super emotional. Like, he almost, like, broke down and cried. He didn't, that's his uh, new shit, though. Yeah, apparently, like, he didn't know which side to take. I guess that that's what they were trying to sell sell it as. Um, I don't know, man. I, everyone says it's a shoot. I, I, I'm I'm legit curious about this because this, this is going to be interesting. Now, let me ask you this, though, before uh, we say anything else about this. Do you think CZW is going to, quote-unquote, invade GCW next week? I mean, if it's a shoot, then I mean, if it's a work, I figure you got to do something. You got to do something as backlash, whether it be someone, you know, kind of turns, someone cuts a promo, someone does something. I don't know that they go through that entire show without speaking a word. Um, I think you either have to do something on that show or at the very least, if they lay off of that, which I feel like would be a huge surprise if they just left it alone, because that that would make me feel like, yeah, that this is legit um is if they followed through in you know whatever february and did some more shit there because i mean honestly you're gonna have to do a lot of fucking convincing of those fans to not expect gage to walk the fuck in the building the next time czw runs because it, it, he's one of the biggest faces of all time in czw yeah. he walks in and yeah this is a big thing this is this this is that whatever the fucking case is Fans saw Nick Gage in the fucking CZW ring, and they're not just going to let go of it and be like, oh, I guess we'll never come back then. Fuck this, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're still going to be like, okay, when's he coming back? Like, they're going to be hitting up his Facebook, like, invade again. It's The show's on Saturday, don't forget. You know? like, <laughs> just set a reminder. <laughs> sending them fucking reminders and it invites the event. Yeah, yeah the invite them on Facebook. Gage, <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't forget, next week, dude. He <laughs> clicked maybe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> interested uh, what does he mean interested? oh shit, oh, shit. you know yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know it's, it's it's crazy um dude there's just there's too many reasons why it leads me to think it's a shoot and again i i can't really speak on it because i wasn't there and i haven't seen much of the footage at all so i it's there's only so much i could say but just like it, it just adds up that it's a shoot you know what i mean they like they literally just tried to fucking steal their, their school you know and they they ended up right next door to them like you can't that's that has to rub DJ the wrong way. I don't think that's like, I don't think DJ two weeks later would be like, all right, yeah, like, come to Cage of Death and fucking shit on my company. You know? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, just doesn't make sense at all, man. I don't think all. anything runs rubs DJ the right way except for like, you know, funnel cake coupons at fucking <laughs> Disney World. Yeah. Oh shit. But uh, yeah. I mean, it, and then if we're gonna you know follow this and go into Cage of Death, let's go back to the beginning rather than trying to Tarantino this whole fucking <laughs> All show. Right. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. That, that <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I know you want to get at that. That's fine. I just yeah. I don't want to try to go completely backwards and like and then finally in the opener like yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's start out uh, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, all right. So we got Cage of Death nineteen kickoff. 
which was hosted by the Boulevard Bullies. I don't know how the fuck they got home. Yeah, I don't even know who they are. Yeah. I've sort of seen a lot of mention of them and everything, and I saw when they did the the little thing with um, Sam Roberts, Leo, Leo Rush. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. When they asked to like go talk to his mom and shit, and he's like, "No, we're just." Yeah, that was no, real was, weird. Yeah, yeah, that was real weird. Yeah, it was fucking awkward as shit. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go see my family." You know, they came, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll head over there." And he's looking <laughs> at like, I wasn't fucking inviting you, motherfucker. Yeah, it's cool. I, if you I say hi to your dad. It's like, not, nah, dude. I'm just come on. It's my fucking last show. I'm trying to go home, dude. Fuck yeah. home. Take yeah. All right, let's start out with this one. Storm of Entrails defeated Shane Sabre, Blackwater, Cody Rice. Cody Rice is that fat dude that you uh, that you thought was good. You remember yeah. him from uh, GCW? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, G Raver, Johnny Silver, and uh, they won the Ultimate Opportunity Coin. I, I don't really get this because okay. uh, how did no how did a tag team win the? Uh, how does this work? This is my first it was time supposed seeing to be this. Like a scramble for uh, you know the Opportunity Coin that I guess uh, RSP won last year with the fucking right. you know eight month cash in like he, he like did some like reserve my spot at cage of death cash in which is retarded because whatever but uh but yeah it was like ultimate opportunity scramble match and then it's like oh we got this guy we got this guy we got this guy and we got this tag team like i feel like that yeah. <laughs> that isn't fair <laughs> like what the fuck is that yeah like uh so storm of entrails somehow are listed as the winners as if the two of them won what seems like a singles match. Yeah, I don't, I'm really confused by this. Um, the only thing that I can think... Because, I mean, honestly, if, if they cash in the coin or whatever the fuck and just get the tag team titles, that's 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 pretty much a letdown. I think the only way to save this is if Gate... and Not Gage. Uh, Schlack comes out one time and cashes in and wins the title. And then... Um, what's the other dude's name? Um, Dan O'Hare. Dan O'Hare. Sorry, I, I didn't. I'm, I'm actually being serious. I'm not trying to be a dick, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dan O'Hare. And then you know, Dan O'Hare gets pissed, like, "Oh, dude, that we both won that. How the fuck did you cash it in?" And then they set up an angle, and then Schlack defeats him in his like first, you know, title defense or whatever the case. Are we talking about the world title though? Yeah. Oh, you're out of your mind. Why? I mean, because they don't do anything with Schlack. They fucking buried him on the fucking cards to the point where he's in a tag match and a singles match. Like, what the fuck? Like, and, and as far as, like, ultimate opportunity coin, the, the best opportunity he could use for that coin is to have someone else book him on these fucking shows. Like, I, I have my own booking agent due to this coin now. <laughs> and yeah. they're going to put me in matches that I give a fuck about. I, I don't know. I don't think he, this is going to somehow flip into, like, Schlack gets a title shot or something. I mean, maybe. Um, the only thing I could think of, and, and it kind of falls along the lines of what you're saying, is um, you know, he goes to cash some shit in, and, and O'Hare's like, "Yo, fuck that, that's ours and shit." And then they start feuding. They could probably kick off a pretty good feud against each other because they've been around each other a bunch and are you know friends and everything. You know, feud for a while, and then that breaks Schlack finally into a singles run in CZW where they maybe book him against people that you know you want to see. Right. But um. You know, maybe maybe something like that happens. I, I don't see he just winds up winning the CCW title when they've they've given him no fucking shine, like zero shine on CCW. They didn't put him on the fucking poster for this event. Yeah, but not nothing makes sense in CCW. Well, I mean, you'll see this being a pattern on the show. But not like doesn't make sense where you're like, oh my god, that's awesome. I didn't, I don't know how it makes sense, but that's awesome. It's usually not awesome. No. I don't know. 
Uh, we started off the show with Matt Tremont and Jimmy Lloyd in a thumbtack match. Uh, they don't have anything else on here. Uh, I don't know why. They didn't talk about any of the spots or anything. But uh, I heard it was a good match for what it was. Uh, people thought it was going to be the most violent thing on the show. So I guess they uh, they kind of went at it for a while and uh, probably killed each other. Jimmy probably fucking killed himself. Um, but yeah, I mean, did you see any clips or anything on, on nah, Facebook with this? Yeah, I didn't see it. No. Yeah. Um, Tim Storm, the NWA legend, arrives in CCW. Yes. This yes, is this, did. this is what we've all been waiting for. Of course. The silliest shit on the show until until Gage and them came out, which right. it's only silly if it's an angle because CZW is idiots for doing this. Right. But um so before we get into this, this this is the one thing that fucking just just boggles my mind. CZW invited this guy to come in and yeah. basically said and the guy, you know, cut promo saying he's coming to CCW and he's going to Basically, throw out a title shot at the CCW locker room, and he's going to enjoy his time in CCW. And he comes over there, and guess what? Not a goddamn single person from CCW gets a title shot. Has nothing to do with CCW at all. Well, I guess they had a bunch of CCW guys come out. They had uh, Tremont come out, and then I think uh, someone else came out. Again, I didn't watch the show, so this is a little bit more difficult. But I think uh, like the Feinstein kid came out, okay, and maybe somebody else came out and were like, "Yeah, me too," and "Me too," and you know all that shit, like you know abused women, Um, and uh, they did that, and then. Uh, Nick Aldi's, you know, like the distorty old people shop at the Nick Aldi's joint. Um, <laughs> he fucking shows like, up. Like women. <laughs> so I had to, I had to look up who the fuck Nick Aldi's was, <laughs> and uh, found out it was Magnus. And I think I gave less of them a fuck. Yeah. Than when I first looked it up, and again, like it just baffles your mind how two guys who don't even work in fucking CCW. Show up at the biggest fucking show of the year to defend a title that no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> and it changes hands, which, again, no one gives a fuck about. I mean, they more or less brought in Tim Storm and then brought in a guy who the fans gave less than a fuck about just to make Tim Storm halfway likable. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like... Dude, I, I don't understand this at all because... Once again, CZW gained nothing from this other than the title. They can say now the NWA title changed on CZW's ground or whatever the fuck. But who gives a fuck? Because none of the CZW guys were involved. It was fucking Magnus. Magnus from Impact Wrestling that nobody gave a single shit about in TNA, anywhere else he's been. I guarantee you, when you watch this, nobody fucking popped for this. I didn't even see it, and I can tell you nobody popped for this shit. No. And they said uh, Austin Idol was there, which I, I I don't even know who the fuck that is. And apparently Austin he Idol was like a, is, yeah, ECW. a legend from the '80s or some shit. <laughs> and like the fans didn't even know who the fuck he was. So yeah. this guy's been around for like their whole fucking life, and they didn't even acknowledge this dude is existing. So it's yeah. just no. I'm thinking of Chad Austin. That was the ECW. Austin Idol. I think right. he was a, he was a Memphis guy or whatever the fuck. Yeah, some shit. Uh, yeah, he's been around. He was like with Jerry the King Lawler, but like he, he was like uh, you know, like maybe not a job guy, but definitely a mid carder that nobody would give a fuck about. Um, yeah, man, if I saw that dude, I wouldn't know who the fuck he is. I would walk right by. No, me either. No clue. No clue. Good, good job, DJ. This is a hell of a case of death so far, man. Yeah, this, this is, is great. Fucking. Good. I'm glad Sammy texted this card over to you before you went to work somewhere. <laughs> by the way, Sammy Callahan not on the show. No. Oh, loyal. 
Loyal. It's okay though, guys. DJ sat down with the management of AAW and he made sure that they're not booked on the same weekend, so that yeah. way Sammy will be able to work for. Oh wait, he signed up for like three more companies since then. Never right. mind. Right, three three syndicated <laughs> companies. Like, yeah, never, never mind. He's like not, companies that, that are actually on television. They don't do like television fucking tapings and do nothing with it. Two years later. It's cool, though, because he's got his buddy uh, Zach there booking who hasn't made anything succeed either. Yeah. I, I have no idea why they did this, man. That's yeah, great. I don't think Good Tim time. Storm is going to come back, though. Um, apparently, there were rumors that Billy Corgan was there, which does not surprise me at all. You know, I mean, that's we've yeah. kind of said this before. But they didn't, like, show his face or anything? No, he just no. hid in the back? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Dave Marquez had posted something like earlier that day or the day before. I think it was that day. Yeah. And uh, he posted, where the fuck is it? Um, I don't know who the fuck was looking for him, but he, he posted as if someone was going to be upset that he wasn't there. He said, with me coming down with crud earlier this week, I will be not I will not be at Combat Zone Wrestling today. I'm sending my best to the entire crew for your successful event. If you're in the area, I encourage you to attend CCW, KG Death 19, Seoul, New Jersey. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Like... First off, no one's fucking looking for you. Second off, who the fuck knew you were going to be there to begin with? Who could pick you out of a fucking crowd? Right. Uh, I just, I don't, I guess that was just to the fucking people he knows. Because, I mean, <laughs> someone sent it to me because I would have never known, you know, otherwise. I, I don't, like, have him on my Facebook or, or whatever. But, I don't know. DJ's telling people on the fucking radio that you don't own part of the company. So, I don't even know the fuck you're talking about. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a fucking crowd at all, man. He's another guy I'd walk right by who'd have no ears. I know Eric Sims more than I know uh, Dave Marquez. Dave Marquez could be blowing Austin Idol, and I wouldn't know who the fuck he was <laughs> walk no by. Him. No. Like, who, who <laughs> no clue. Then we got uh, Mr. Claxton, who defeated Alex Colon in uh, less than five minutes. Which, good job, CZW, building up Alex Cologne. Somebody that actually, you know, can, can carry the torch with the ultraviolence. Good job, man. Good job. Yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, it's great stuff. But I guess this is when, when Danny Havoc made his return, right? I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Danny Havoc, uh, who apparently um, just did, did, like, a run-in to, to, like, hit Claxton with a garbage can lid or some shit. And it's like, eh. Then people are like, no, no, he didn't return. He just did a run-in. Yeah, but dude, like he, he retired in fucking October or September. He retired in September. Right. And then when I like I went back in the you know, results or whatever, you know, I, I Googled to look up, you know, what month he retired just because I, I really don't watch the shows, so I forgot like which month. And I was like, I think it was September. So I looked. And when I looked, it had a match listed that he wrestled in Australia teaming with X Pac last month. I'm like, so what the fuck? Like, it's just, like, the most random fucking thing that Danny Havoc was tagging with X-Pac in fucking November in Australia after retiring in fucking September. Yeah. So, I I don't know what the fuck goes on. And then, again, he just runs in. But, no, no, no. He, we wish he came back, but he's retired. He just did a run-in, and the fans are supposed to just understand that he's he's not going to do anything else. That's just, just a one-time deal. Yeah. Like, hell what? Of a, hell of a retirement. I'm, guess, I'm guessing he's coming back to CZW every other month or whatever the fuck. Just just a run in? Yeah. You, okay. Dude, they, they do this way too often. You remember the whole thing with Joey Janela where he, quote unquote, got fired? And then next month he misses a show. The following month he's back. Then he's gone again he for quit. a month. It's like, yeah, well, he quit. Yeah, yeah it's just like, dude, none of this makes sense. People yeah, we'll retire get and quit. Yeah. Come right back. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, we had David Starr, the yeah. Jewish man himself, defeated oh, well, Ethan that's Page. Offensive. Oh, of course it is. That's... Defeated uh, Ethan Page and then uh, proceeded to tell the crowd that well, what did he say? He he is Jewish. He said, uh, "You know, yeah, just just to piss you guys off, Happy Hanukkah." Like, first off, being Jewish is not a heel persona. Like, I, I know that the. <laughs> You seem to think that the world hates Jews and you're like the big defender of it, the Captain America of Jews, right. and you're just going to like fucking fend off everyone in the world who's who's clearly anti-Semitic except for yourself. Like, you're a fucking asshole. You're an attention-grabbing asshole. You're a millennial fucking butthurt, attention-grabbing asshole. That. That's that's basically what I think of that dude. I, I I don't I don't understand that. Like first he's offended by the guy who's not Jewish who has a Jewish thing, and now he's telling people just to piss you off. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah doesn't piss anyone off. I, I don't right. know why you think that that's offending people, but it doesn't. Like that's <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't even get how this dude operates. I think he's just a dickhead. Yeah, I th- I think he uh he misunderstood. People didn't get mad because he's Jewish and he celebrates Hanukkah. People got pissed because he is fucking. He's just a fucking sensitive guy that just went completely nuts for no fucking reason. When he found the gimmick entertaining, but as soon as it wasn't a Jew doing it, then he got offended. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's that's what irritated me. He's an entertaining wrestler, but he's a complete dickhead, and I don't care about anything he has to say about anything. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. It's just like just yeah. outside the ring. Just don't want to hear it from the guy. Yeah. yeah. After that, uh, DJ Hyde addressed the combat zone. That's always good. Always a fantastic time. And he announced that Will Ospreay will be in the CZW ring. But um, Well, good, because he's been blowing the Europeans for long enough. So I figure we should get yeah. something back after all of this time of fucking bringing Jimmy Havoc in to no one wants to see him and fucking, you know, putting over guys who no one wants to see put over just because, you know, he's trying to play nice with the fucking European guys. So maybe Will Ospreay will stop by. And I think he's just stopping by at the same fucking WrestleMania weekend that'll be in town for. Right, that's what I was gonna say. He's not coming. <laughs> he's not exclusive to CZW that weekend. He's, he's not making any special trips for fucking DJ Hyde. Right, he's he's gonna show up to WrestleMania weekend, and CZW just happens to be yeah. one of the f- fucking three shows that he does that day. So, great. yeah, probably the lowest drawing show he'll be at that day. Great, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, then he yeah. confirmed the best of the best would be. Back in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area, which is good. And the first entry is Brandon Kirk. Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be in this area. He doesn't have a fucking building yet. So. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe it'll be in New Orleans again. Yeah. Brandon Kirk, what are your thoughts on this? I, th- I thought this was kind of weird. Yeah, I-, I don't even know, man. Like, I-, I think, like, he's a hardworking dude. You know, this the match I saw him, I didn't see the, the second one with Jimmy Lloyd. I skipped that whole fucking show. Yeah. Um, that was good. I, you know, I... I think he's a good guy to have on the card. I think he's a hardworking dude. Even like the stuff he was saying, putting him over as far as him helping put shit together before the show. I think he's a good guy to have around. Um, he seemed to have some intensity out there too. Or you know, I think again, he's he's good to have on the card. But as far as like, yeah, our first participant in best of the best is Brandon Kirk. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I don't even understand that at all. I think Jimmy Lloyd just beat him, right? Right. So. I mean, what exactly? And why would you announce that now? Like, your first guy, before anything else, I got to let you know. Like, tell me fucking Will Ospreay's in it. And then I'll be like, oh, there's a draw. You know what I mean? Don't don't fucking tell me months in advance that, you know, this guy who's just another guy on the card. Again, like, hard work or all of that, that that's all fine. But, I mean, 
all right, what are you trying to accomplish by telling us this far in advance that this fucking guy's in the tournament? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know about being the. I mean, not not even being you know the first announcement as far as best of the best. I don't think the guy belongs on best of the best. To be honest with you, he just came out. And not only that, like he's he's I think he's better at death matches than actual like I don't really want to see a Brandon Kirk and fucking Jonathan Gresham match or anything like that. You know what no. I mean? I, I want to see fucking Brandon Kirk like go and do some crazy shit with light tubes. I don't really want to see the guy do front flips and back flips and all kinds of crazy shit. But uh, the rep, the most awful team uh, in CZW, <laughs> defeated. I, I mean, I don't agree with uh, that. Dude, but they're go fucking ahead. awful, man. Stop it. They're awful. All right. Uh, nice guys, but they're awful. Mm. Uh, the rep defeated Ohio versus everybody. Which what the fuck? Uh, come on, man. Oi, four K is CZW. Why, why are we doing this OVE? Like because CZW doesn't fucking matter. Whatever people start calling themselves elsewhere, they're gonna start calling themselves there. Because CZW is the most irrelevant fucking company that all of these people that work for bigger companies work for. <sighs> like no one, no one considers CZW like their fucking place. Look and again, the Booker has chosen many other places to work. You know, like if you have, and you know what, I, I meant to talk about this another week, and um. And I, I don't even have the list put together, but maybe we'll do it another week. Go through the roster of CZW and legitimately look at how many companies are run by people who work in CZW. Like wrestlers who also run a company. Yeah. It, it's fucking startling. Like, there's quite a few. And they're definitely more invested in that other company because they have more stake in it than they are CZW. Back in the day, and I think that's what made CZW special, is that was the fucking home fed for a lot of people. And even if they worked other places... That's where they would try to put their best foot forward. That's where they were invested. You know, that's where they really, really wanted to fucking blow the roof off was there. Right. Now everybody's got their fucking hand in something. Everybody's half booking here. And uh, I got my hand in here. I half own that. I book this. I promote that. You know what I mean? So now it's just like, eh, it's just another place they work. But, um, yeah, they're, they're on some other shit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, but... Regardless, I don't like their their whole gimmick and everything that they've been doing from stealing fucking skewers to, you know, Jake with his half gay gimmick and they're just they're just doing some old wild shit I don't really agree with, but um they're a great tag team. I mean, there's no mistaking that. And uh obviously belonging at any kind of tag title match at a cage of death, they're a hundred percent legitimately a team you put in this, so yeah. I'm all fine with that as far as that goes. Um then you have the uh, the tag champions is Xavier and Wentz, which again, you know, they established themselves in CZW, did Scarlet and Graves thing, and uh, you know they they've gone all over the place. Uh, yeah. The last team, I don't know who the fuck. I one is uh, it's Alex Silver's, Reynolds and and yeah and, yeah, and fucking Silver's uh, old partner, and then who's the other fucking guy? I think it's it's Barry. Uh, the what's his name? The fucking dude from Team Tremendous. No, I don't think he's the other guy. I think he was in that scramble match in the beginning of the show. Was he? Uh, I don't know who the fuck Barry is then. Uh, Who the fuck are you? Maybe Barry. Oh, shit. That's the gimmick. Remember? The guy that comes out and. The gimmick of the guy who doesn't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's actually working. It's actually working. Shit, man. Because we actually didn't know who the fuck he was. We didn't know who he was. Great. The gimmick's getting over. Nobody knows who the fuck the guy is. Congratulations. Fantastic. Uh, The rep. Got the championship titles, which is unfortunate because uh, who gives a fuck? I, I honestly don't think that that's a bad deal. I, I know you hate these guys, uh, but um, 
I think they probably should have had the fucking titles, like, whatever it was, six months ago when they, they got on the mic and said, I don't know these white niggas as far as, uh, you know, the, no, the, yeah, tag, ti- yeah. the tag champs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they were you know what the fuck was their names again? I, I don't H-I-B-C-K, even know. BCK, whatever the fuck. Yeah, those guys, and you yeah. know they were all offended because they didn't even know them and shit. Yeah. And uh, like, this is a team that's there every month. They're not in fucking TNA like OI for whatever the fuck, <laughs> dude. Because they're not good enough. They're not getting they're booked not... anywhere else. But they're consistent in CZW. I think other than throwing Kid Osborne on the floor. I think they've done some pretty good things in CZW. I know you don't agree, but um, I don't think they're that terrible. I really don't. And they're consistent as far as, you know, being in the fucking building. And I think that's a big fucking selling point as far as someone you're going to put a title on. So I'm not really against this. I think Maven's a good fucking um, manager to have on him. I think he plays a really good on-screen fucking performer. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I- I'm not I'm not really against this This. Uh, these guys having the titles. Yeah, I have, I have no interest in this. But uh, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs right. defeated uh, Jimmy Havoc. And Jimmy yeah, Jacobs right. came out yeah. dressed as a princess. Yeah, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> this is the type of shit that makes me go, I don't like wrestling, man. Don't even, don't call me a wrestling fan. Don't, don't, you know, don't associate me with this type of behavior. You know I mean, yeah. I, I just, I don't, I'm not down with it. I'm, I'm sure it was an okay match from what I heard, but. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess it's kind of a dream match for some people. Jimmy Jacobs, the battle oh, yeah. of the Jimmys. You know, I feel like Jimmy Havoc almost kind of stole Jimmy Jacobs' gimmick. I said that a couple weeks ago. And the more I think about it, it's kind of like true. They both have like the gothic gimmick and you know similar look. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, dude showed up in a fucking pink dress and then people were calling it like the most violent match. And it's like, dude, I don't, I don't know what the fuck, man. Oh, Jimmy it was Jacob, violent? Uh, it, they said That's it was a, violent? Yeah, it, okay. was, it was violent, sick, sadistic. All right. Uh, yeah. One thing I did hear, though, um, shout out to Kevin Scal. He told me last night that uh, a lot of the people were fucking just, just baffled by the spots, like blown away, like, oh, shit, this is crazy. And uh, come to find out, a lot of the people were first-time CZW people. So they had never uh, seen a show before. So this was absolutely insane to a lot of people, which, once again, Congratulations for getting uh, GCW over to a new crowd that came in to see CZW. Yeah. Um, All because of Tim Yeah, Stone. fucking on, on the poster, the fucking Jimmy Havoc kid looked like fucking Kylo Ren from fucking Star Wars. And, oh. you know, Jimmy Jacobs shows up in a fucking pink dress. I have no interest in seeing this fucking shit at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you what I don't have an interest in seeing is uh, Greg Excellent beat fucking Ace Romero. Why the fuck is he winning? He is the Undertaker of CZW. He is oh. ten and zero in Cage of Death. Oh, is it, that's just, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh my god! <laughs> who the fuck? Who, who, oh, All right, let's just. I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> why do you do this shit, man? You guys are awful. Yeah. Fucking, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he beat Homicide last year. That's right. Fucking yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And Homicide's last last match at that. Great. I guess it makes yeah. sense. He should have put him on. Whatever. Uh, MJF defeated uh, Joey Janela to become the undisputed CZW Wired Champion. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a fucking nutty ass spot. I'm sure you've yeah, seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen that, <laughs> so I don't. I don't know how crazy it is. Is, is it an actual crazy spot or are people? I thought I sent it to you. Did you? I don't know. I, I don't get a uh, service at work, so I don't. I don't see anything until I get home. 
Yeah, I thought I did. Uh, I don't know. It looked fucking crazy unorganized. They fell all, like, wild where I don't even know what move they were going for. It was a spot off the balcony, so cool, man. I was definitely looking for a balcony spot, and these guys delivered, which doesn't surprise me that Janela did some old wild shit off a balcony. Yeah. But, um, you know, good. I mean, they did some old backwards shit through a table. I don't know if it was a Russian leg sweep, a fucking flatliner. I don't know what the fuck they was going for, but they fell all fucking crazy. I think it's tough to say who who had the actual offense on that move because they both just kind of <laughs> fell backwards and Janelle looked like he took like the worst bump out of the two but I, I don't know if that's supposed to I, again I didn't see the match to have it in, like in context to see who jumped up and threw their arms up like yeah motherfucker but um, I guess like the big thing in this was um, Penelope turned on Feinstein to fucking go with Janela but like dude he just she just turned on him in October. She just turned on Janela in October to then turn on Feinstein in December. Like, you guys are retarded. That's not a... Like, month to month, you guys are like, oh, she's with him now. And it's like, stop. Man, this shit is retarded. Um, I, I don't think it's entertaining uh, to just flip-flop, you know, managers, valets, whatever, you know, every other month and shit like that and pretend like it's a shock move. Like, you gotta have, like, at least, like, a six-month run with them being you know, aligned with somebody before it's like, oh, shit, look what that just, I don't know. Right. I, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that. Um, uh, we were talking about the Janela thing before, too, and uh, the combination of several topics of him being sensitive. I could definitely vouch for him being extremely sensitive. Apparently, he deleted me off of Facebook a couple weeks ago. I don't even know what triggered that. Probably calling him fat after he didn't like being called fat or something. But, um, thing is is you know I, I i can't really bash him for it because i did say because his one of his big stances was you know if you don't like czw stop watching it and i said you know well if you don't like reading my fucking posts stop reading them so apparently he just stopped reading my fucking posts so i can't hate on him for it but i just think it's fucking crazy when a guy think, can't take criticism like that i've been a janela fan for a long time and i just think you know in certain avenues he could do better there's certain shit that he doesn't need to be doing and you know, and and embracing being a train wreck of a person, like yeah, I'm eating Cheetos at 3 a.m. Like, all right, dude, it shows. I mean, it, and if someone points that shit out, like, look, dude, you you look fucking gross, and it's like, oh, I hurt myself three years ago and stopped working out. Like, all right, dude, didn't I, I don't know. I, I just I just think it's shitty to to not give a fuck about yourself and be proud of it, and then also be upset when someone brings it up. So uh, it is what it is. Like I said, uh. Yeah, best wishes to the dude. I think he's got a tre tremendous amount of talent, but he's really fucking sensitive. Someone I saw someone earlier sent me a picture of um, someone post put like a post up with that that bump and said, "Oh, uh, MJF's great and Joey's dumb" or something like that. And he's like, "Oh, blocked." <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, you you're fucking sensitive as shit. But mm. all right, you know, it is what it is. And then uh, I guess. And again, I don't know if Joey's playing up the, you know, he doesn't know what side to take and he's really upset about the why would you be upset about that shit? Yeah, dude, I'm I'm on uh I'm on the GCW Twitter and, and Lauderdale's thing. And again, if this is an angle, like they are fucking retarded for being okay with this. Because they're absolutely GCW is absolutely just burying CCW on Twitter. And CCW mm -hmm. is not saying a damn thing. Not well, a well, single thing. DJ going to misspell some shit at him? Yeah. I'm Stamper. Maybe you can say his boss is late and they need him back, you know. But, uh, yeah, dude. CCW is officially dead. What a sad day. First tweet. 
Imagine yeah. being so desperate that you sell out your entire fan base in 20 years of your company's history in an attempt to create a buzz and be fake friends with a washed-off rock star for a day. Hashtag Cage of Death. Mm-hmm. Just notice Sammy hasn't even tweeted about CZW or Cage of Death in two days. Wonder if he's still head of creative. Grab the scoop at Ryan Satin. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's just tons more of just them fucking absolutely just burying it. CZW saying you had it coming and calling them pussies and... And one thing actually that they just put up a couple uh, a couple hours ago that's kind of interesting is uh, when they were advertising a once in a lifetime deal when CCW was doing that they used some of GCW's footage. Oh yeah, 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 and they're uh, yeah because they used they used um, Tremont and Gage and um, <laughs> Brett Lauderdale just just put up a thing saying wait a minute and and he has that like emoji that thinking emoji with a screen capture of them using his footage. Um, on their show, so I, I don't know, man. This doesn't this doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Either it's way, all retarded. Not look good, but uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, let's get into the next one. I guess which was the main event? Um, Cage of Death. You've seen some of the spots. It, it, was it absolutely fucking insane? I mean, I'm hearing a lot of people say it was it was insane, but you talking about the the one we talked about already, the Cage of Death? Yeah, yeah. Was there any like crazy spots from it? Um. I, again, it's kind of hard to see because people are do, like filming with their phone from like yeah, the yeah, back yeah. row and shit. But like big, crazy fucking glass bumps all over the place for sure. Like, yeah, nutty, nutty fucking bumps. All right, so enough, enough tubes and enough glass, and they. they I think like so. That. Yeah, I saw okay. a fucking like dual tubes swinging. You know, I think it was like Strickland and RSP were like swinging tubes at each other at the same time, and right. and then uh, I saw Gacy took like a solo bump to the outside through like a pane of glass and like on top of chairs on top of a table type thing. I saw um, Strickland and um, I think RSP take like a big bump into the ring with glass and shit out of, off the scaffold. You know, crazy, definitely crazy Cage of Death matches. I honestly don't think this match is going to disappoint anybody just from the clips I saw and, and shit. And, you know, they were all fucked up. And yeah. um, Strickland posted something about being involved in the three most violent matches of all time or some shit okay. like that, which... All right. which did not fucking rub uh, Masada the right way. Yeah, I bet not. Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's getting a little out of hand. But, I mean, nutty fucking match, I'm sure. And, um, yeah, I, it was funny, too. Like, uh, Will Ospreay, who they just advertised for CZW, uh, you know, immediately, like, responded on one of the pictures that Strickland posted. Or, or maybe it was a video clip. And he's like, Shane, just stop, please. Right. And he's like, man, I'm a mat technician after this, and it's just like, all right, it just... <laughs> come on, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, you had a couple good death matches, but most violent matches of all time. Let's 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 relax. Yeah, that. that's that's yeah. ridiculous. You haven't even had the, the three most violent matches of this year. So, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, Tremont versus Gage, every single one of them is more violent than any match Shane Strickland's had combined. So I don't, I don't yeah. really buy that. But um. Right. Speaking of GCW, On Point Wrestling is going to the compound. Um, yeah. I think it's a good deal for uh, On Point. I mean, it's not like a working relationship where they're like doing like, you know, double headers or anything like that. I think it's a case of GCW just renting out their venue, their uh, school for uh, for On Point. And On Point, you know, they, they use that, uh, that place in uh, Williamstown, um, which is like, yeah, I don't know. It looks super shindy, so I'm hoping this is a better look for them. At the same time, it's kind of a nice rub from a GCW. You'll probably get some of their people over there. You know, you can use probably Gage. I'm guessing, 
Um, but then again, you know, you had you had Tremont on, and he said, "Hey, you know, I kind of don't want to do On Point and then do CZW the following week when they can already see me at On Point for like fucking ten bucks for right. those fifty people." So I wonder how much longer Gage would do these kind of like you know smaller shows. Because again, you don't want to you know oversaturate the, the the fan base and just fucking kill them with three shows a week, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great idea for fucking on point. On point needs to do something. I think they drew like thirty fucking people to their last Masters of the Mat show, which <laughs> thirty four is just fucking yeah, just fucking ridiculous. I mean, no one's surviving off of that. I don't give a fuck what you're paying the guys or what brother price they're giving you or yeah. or how how low the building's giving you as far as a rental or if they're giving it to you for free. I, I think it costs more money to keep the fucking lights on. I, I don't know. Uh, and that place was a shithole. Like, it, you know, sure, nice little cozy joints if you pack them could feel real fucking underground and this and that. But they had like a single fucking bathroom, like a one door shuts where there's one toilet inside. So like yes. the locker room, the fans, everybody like, bet you, I hope you don't have to piss too bad because there's a fucking line and it's that's awful. Yeah, like the toilet clogged is like the worst thing you want to hear because like no one's fucking pissing. <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta go outside then, man. That's, that's yeah, awful. it's fucking bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a good thing. Anything that's gonna draw attention to their company, and you know, one of the biggest on point shows that they had, as far as um, you know, the the aura or the hype about it or buzz, would be the Gage versus fucking Scott Summers match. And I happened to go to that show, and you know, look, I, I said it before. Uh, to me, on point was like at least 75 80% shindy and then that 20% that last 2 to 3 matches they put on good fucking strong indie style matches and and a match like um Gage and Summers was fucking awesome stole the fucking show obviously and you know would fucking do well on any given card across the board so really really top notch shit obviously the fans have wanted to see a rematch of that Gage went away again so that wasn't possible but um now Full circle, that's what they're fucking they're putting on. So they, the GCW or um, OPW, I mean, enters the compound over there, and it's Gage Summers Part Two. So that that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I missed the first one. I've never been to an on point show, but this this will be my first show. Uh, I'll get there for the main event. That's really all I need <laughs> to see is, is Gage and Summers. Uh, no offense, I don't really need to see like I don't know un, Unbreakable Andy versus fucking whoever the fuck local guy with a mask on. But yeah, I'm, I'm alright on that. Left go the quiet. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. But uh, yeah, man, that's I mean that's a, that's a big fucking match. I know On Point wanted to save that match, um, and I guess a lot of people were respectful enough not to book it. I, I mean, I personally wanted to see it in GCW. I thought Scott Summers and, and Gage would be insane in GCW. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we'll see that one day. I don't know. Either way, I'm excited sure. for it. It's it's a good look for them. You know, Loudy can do nothing but benefit from this. So this is a good move. Yeah. Good move. Yeah, good for him. Absolutely. All right, what else we got? I know we got a couple uh, major topics. You want to get the small stuff out of the way first, and then we take a quick five, and then we'll get into Elegant and, uh, of course, Rich Swan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what else do we got? Um, let me see. I had this shit written down somewhere. And, by the way, I'm looking at this poster from uh, CZW. You're absolutely right. It's uh, basically just Jimmy Havoc and uh, Jimmy Jacobs, just the whole poster. And all the CZW guys are, like, microscopic, and there is no schlack. You're right. Yeah, not even on the fucking bus. Um, Unbelievable. Lefisto got hurt. I don't know if you saw or heard about that, but uh, she 
had a, I guess it was a tag match. Um, not really positive of the company either, but it was uh, a chick, uh, Ruby Rays, I yeah, believe her name yeah. is. I saw her at Beyond. They do this like tag team gimmick now where they fucking hit, hit the opponent with their ass cheeks or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it was Ruby Rays and Sage Sin versus uh, Team Pog, which is her and Jordan Grace and uh, Lufisto and Jordan Grace. And I guess during the match, um, she didn't say who, but she said one of them smacked her in the ear and it bust her fucking eardrum. I got to think that that's Ruby Rays because um, she's, you know, she's a bulkier chick and she's known for hitting hard and stuff where Sage Sin's not like a fucking crusher you know what i mean she might be a little sloppy at times and stuff and she does some death matches but she's not like known to like knock the shit out of somebody um so i i would have to say that was probably ruby Rays that fucking clapped her in the ear and bust her eardrum um and then she said she again she didn't say who it was i don't know if that was all the same person but she said then the person hit her with two moves in the corner and landed directly on her face twice and broke her nose so now she's saying, you know, she's out of action for a little while and doesn't have insurance and blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, there's some people shitting on the Don professionalism of the other chick or whatever. I mean, I guess shit happens in wrestling, but yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm on the CZW Twitter and I see uh, right. DJ Hyde and CZW just retweeted uh, Joe Gacy post. And, <laughs> and I quote, I grew up falling in love with something and I said one day that's going to be me. Now I'm here, and, and it, it sucks. sucks. Uh, Why the was... fuck are they retweeting this? Like, yeah, now now I'm here in CZW, my dream, and it sucks. Again, shitting on your own company. I don't understand. Uh, don't. Gacy, made, Gacy had some kind of promo, and uh, he said that in the promo and then started quoting himself on social media, and I guess now they're retweeting him quoting himself on social media like he's some fucking visionary. I don't know. You know how I feel about Joe Gacy's fucking posts. Yeah, but you you see what I mean, though? He's saying it sucks to be in CZW. Why are you retweeting this? This is not a good thing. This is not like... <laughs> I, I don't... I don't oh, Jesus Christ, man. This, I think this is enough for uh, CZW for the night. I, I can't take much longer. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is too much, man. This is insane. Absolutely so, uh, fucking insane. Uh, one more thing that we forgot. Small thing. Uh, Gino Moore. Yeah, Gino from, Moore uh, died. Yeah, NWS. Um some people had a lot of good things to say about him. Some people absolutely took a shit on him after he died. Um, yeah. I know Supernova and Donnie B weren't particularly happy with the guy uh, after he after he died. Some people put up like R.I.P. and they were like, "Oh, really? Like, good to know. Like, great." It's like, "Oh, damn, dude, that's <laughs> pretty pretty fucking." Yeah, perfect. Amy Lee posted like uh, you know something about he died uh, broken, homeless, and justice has been served. Right uh yeah i don't know i i didn't have any interaction with the dude to feel any kind of way like that um i'm definitely one i'm not one of the people that'll just be like oh he's dead like you know let the the dead rest i think if you're a scumbag when you're alive people should talk the same way about you when you're dead i I don't i don't feel like you should have any mercy on people because they pass like if, if you live your life as a scumbag that has fucked people over when you die, people should be like, good, you fucking dead scumbag. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But I didn't personally have that that relationship with the dude to say any of that shit about him. So that's not, like, my feelings on him. But I, I wouldn't fault anybody that feels that way. You know, I, I fucking wish death on my enemies all the time. So if it happens, fucking good. I've seen some people who've done terrible fucking things with animals and this and that. And then later on, I find out they're dead. And I'm like, good. Moving on. Yeah, honestly, you know? with animals, yeah, I 100% agree. With animals, I, I have no tolerance for that. If you, yeah, it's fine. You know, so, I mean, it, it, shit like that, you know, I don't, 
you know, I don't spend too much time on it. I'm definitely not like every day, like, man, I wish they fucking, but like, if I think someone's a piece of shit and they die, I'm not like, oh, that's a shame. Like, fuck them. I don't give a fuck. There's uh, like seven billion people in the fucking man, world. Too many, too many, way too many. Yeah, we're all set. Yeah, we're, we're way too many. Um, NWS, did you have any kind of a? Uh, did you ever go to any of these shows or anything? Like I that? think so. I, I think I'm sure I've you gone did. To yeah, shows. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to a bunch of like local shindy shows like around that. 2000, 99, 2000 era, right? Because you know they'd run them in Tom's River and shit like that, and it, it's you know it's fucking twenty minutes away, so it was just something to do, and usually it'd be just horrendous from top to bottom, and yeah, you'd go because there was like an ECW name on there or an old WWF name, whatever the fuck, WCW guy, whatever, and, and you'd go, and and that's where I stumbled upon you know like the the back seats versus fucking. You know, uh, Rick Blade and and uh, Nick Burke or some shit like that, and be like, "Oh, what the fuck's going on here?" You know, or and uh, that's where I stumbled on the Donnie B shows, where he was doing um, Big Buck Promotions, and then he started uh, Phoenix Championship Wrestling after that. And yeah, you know, I mean, he was bringing in all sorts of shit. Chris Daniels when he still had blonde hair and had blonde like crew cut. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was doing a bunch of different shit. And, I mean, you look back at some of those cards, you're like, wow, that was a lot of fucking talent on that shit. And, he, you know, he'd, he'd book your little bullshit shindy local guys, too. But he put on some fucking crazy-ass cards as far as just the talent that he stacked on one roster. Yeah, I actually watched one of those tapes that you gave me, and it was uh, it was in Tom's was it Tom's River, New Jersey, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like NWA, New Jersey, or I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember exactly who was on there, but yeah, they, I mean, they use guys like because uh, I, I saw some of the NWS stuff. They actually did yeah. a documentary um, a couple of years ago. It was on Netflix. I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, Card Subject to Change. I think that's what it was. Oh, okay, yeah. and it was it was focused around NWS. Um, I forget I forget his partner. Who else uh, teamed with uh, Gino Moore in, in NWS? Do you remember the guy? Uh, no. Yeah, it was it was another guy. Um, he was the, he was the booker of the company. Anyway, uh, when we had um, Dennis Carluzzo or no, no, it wasn't it wasn't Carluzzo. It wasn't Carluzzo. No, 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 it wasn't Carluzzo. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, when we had Ricky O on the show, um, Ricky O wasn't, you know, he's a pretty honest guy. He uh, he didn't like shit on Gino, but he, he did say he's like a dude's a scumbag and he would try to shut down JCW all the time, yeah. and um, he would try to shut down Jersey All Pro. Um, he even did it in ECW. I didn't even know this guy was around that long, but he. I, the guy used to wrestle in Memphis in the seventies. I had no fucking clue. Huh? Yeah. Remember uh, Joey Janela posted uh, some of those clips. Like I guess it was like a huge myth for like decades that this guy was actually a professional wrestler, and then somebody actually uploaded the the footage of him being the, the purple bomber in uh, Memphis, oh. and they were like, "Oh shit, he actually wrestled." Because I remember Jim Cornette went on his podcast and and um. They did it as a surprise to Jim because Jim always thought this was a myth. And they were like, guess what? We're going to break a myth today. And, and he was like, oh, what are we talking about? They're like, oh, it's a surprise. You just got to watch this. So you actually get live commentary of Jim Cornette watching Gino Moore as the Purple Bomber. And he's like, holy shit. I, I never thought. I always thought he was lying. And this, that, and the third. Because I guess you know he was known for being a liar. He lied about everything, I guess. But um, I guess him and Paul Lee had a lot of issues back in the day. He would try to shut down ECW all the time. He would call the the fire marshal on him. Um so he's he's had a lot of heat with a lot of guys over the years. So, not not too many people uh, saddened by this. I saw like Bull James, uh, Bull Dempsey, whatever you want to call him. He was like thanking him and Danny DeMonto and a lot of the guys that you know used to work for him in NWS. But um, yeah, what was that other dude's name? The guy that does uh, SWF. He's he's a piece of shit too. What's his name? 
Um, uh, Rob Fury. Rob Fury. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's okay. another guy that was that was bred under his uh, his wings. But yeah, um, okay. uh, it is what it is. I, I didn't really know the guy too much. I actually wanted to get him on the show one time. I never just yeah. reached out because I thought that'd be a cool interview because no one's really talked to Gino more. And I'm sure uh, as soon as I found out he's been around that long, and I was like, oh shit, like this is a guy that probably never really did too many interviews, and he probably got some crazy ass stories, whether lies or not entertaining nonetheless but um yeah so it is what it is the guy uh, passed away from uh cancer um so yeah but um yeah yeah, there you go but uh (laughs) (laughs) very awkward ending but uh any other major top i mean uh smaller topics that we got i don't think so i think we just have the uh yeah yeah the main shit all right cool let's take a quick uh five minute break and we'll be back and we'll talk some uh michael elegant and we'll talk about a rich swan talk about uh michael elegant and of course rich swan with what happened over the weekend uh jcat i know you're a little bit more familiar with this whole michael elegant thing let's let's break this okay. down a little bit because this, uh, this is some insanity from what i'm hearing from you yeah um for the best of my understanding it was some situation where uh a trainee slash wrestler that worked for michael elgin um had supposedly sexually assaulted a fan or some people are calling her a rat um i don't know uh i i don't know really any of the people who were in question about this but michael elgin started getting a ton of heat and um i heard that you know he's losing money over this and people are stopping booking him they're taking him off of fucking tours they're they're canceling him off of shows and at first i really didn't know what the deal was um initial statements from michael elgin was more or less saying like he talked to both parties and his statement to her was like, look, if it's serious, you know, go to the police. Like, I'm not the one to, to handle it. And then he told the dude like, hey, you know, she seems serious. Get a fucking lawyer. If you're innocent, you know, go get a fucking lawyer again. Like, I'm not going to be the one to fucking fix this. So um, that's what the initial statements I heard. And to me, I was like, I don't even know what he did wrong. Um. Well, I guess um, she started posting screenshots of shit that he was saying to her, Elgin, since this all went down. And the one that sticks out the most to me was uh, 
I guess she was questioning him on whether he was going to still use him on the show. And she, she texts, uh, you're going to let Sean wrestle for glory pro. And Elgin's response is don't give me shit. Either blow me or don't text. Jesus. And then a couple minutes later, he, he sends another message and says, guess that's a no again. And then he, he waits another couple minutes or hour or whatever the case was. I think there's some timestamps here, but I don't care. Um, and then he follows up with this one. And you went to support his fucking show resurgence. You're way off the fucking charts. I told you, if you want to swallow my cock, let's make it happen. Then we can talk about whatever. But until then, chill. <laughs> and then he hits her up again, like, a couple minutes later and goes, so wasting time again? Like, he's really oh trying God. to, like... Push this issue. Dude, this sounds like um, a desperate guy on like a drunken night just sending regrettable text messages. This is what this fucking sounds like. wild. Um, and, you know, and there's a bunch of other shit, and she's sending screenshots of like shit that he said about Jeff Cobb and shit like that. And she, he's trying to like, she's trying to bury him on all angles and stuff like that. And obviously, I mean, he's coming off like a complete fucking asshole. But um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, what, what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean. See, this is all this is all news to me because prior to us taking this break, I didn't know there was actual text messages between him and the girl. <laughs> so I was like, I just I kind of thought I was like, oh, the guy's like innocent. He just got caught up in the middle, and like you know, one of his students did some shady shit on the side. That obviously you know, like fuck that guy. But like Elegant didn't have anything to do with it. Tanner, in the middle of the break, you're like, no, nah, he's he's saying uh, he's telling her to suck his dick or not text him. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, here I am thinking this guy's innocent. He's fucking sending out. And, you know, this guy's, like, married. I saw him, like, on his Twitter when he was going to Japan talking about, like, family. I'm like, oh, dude. It's a, it's a bad move, man. Bad, bad move. Yeah. And, and you know, like, I, I definitely can't side with anything he's saying. I think he's coming off like a complete asshole. Um, you know, but the thing is, is I don't know, like, how far do we go with this? Because it's, it's setting down the same route. That, you know, the Hollywood and all of this shit is that everybody just says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing and actions speak louder than words. So I think, you know, when someone's accused of sexual assault, that's the motherfucker that absolutely needs to get out of the business. Right. You know, whatever the business is. I mean, you got to get these fucking people out of here. But um, I mean, this guy's basically just being a piece of shit verbally. Um, I mean, if we're going to start getting people who are a piece of shit verbally out of the wrestling business, I think rosters are going to start thinning the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, I'm not supporting anything he says, but, like, are we really going to start judging, like, that guy's not polite to women, like, really? Because I'm pretty sure that's fucking, I don't know, what, 60, 70% of the sure. wrestling business? I mean, like 99% back in the day, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Again, I'm not defending a fucking thing that this guy is doing, but like, is this is this cause for this guy to just be blackballed from wrestling? Yeah, I mean, you look at Steve Austin. You know, he beat his wife. Like yeah, we'll go down the Steve Austin route. You yeah. know, on the next topic too, because uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Well documented. You know, necro butcher guys like that. Um, yeah. And, you know, my main issue is, like, dude, you had people like Raven and Saturn go on go on these shoot interviews and talk about how they were fucking 
ass fucking all these rats with you know sure. putting putting dildos on their foreheads like rhinos and doing slip and slides into their vages. It's like, oh, <laughs> like what the fuck is going on here? And like with yeah. that, like Sean Oliver and Feinstein, like oh that's, that's hilarious. And then now all of a sudden it's like you know it's like well rats like oh it's whoa whoa you asked her to suck your dick whoa what's happening here? This is, right, this is not a new concept here, man. People have been doing this shit forever. Um, Elegant, completely different story than this other guy. This other guy, we're talking about like sexual abuse with rape and shit. That's compl- that's not rats. That's a that's a crime. You know, there's a difference right. between being a fucking criminal and being a rapist and just banging rats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one thing that does bother me though is a lot of fucking women are coming out saying, "Oh, this guy did this to me 45 years ago." You look at Sylvester Stallone. You know, they're talking mm. about like, "Oh, he touched some 16 or 17 year old like 40 years ago." Right. It's like, okay, well, you've had 40 years to talk about this. Why are we bringing this up now? And the only thing that, that really, really fucking bothers me is that there's no proof of any of this shit. And a lot of these people just go out and just, just put this statement out and people just take it as fact and run with it. And even if it's proven that they're not guilty, half those people are still going to fucking think the guy's guilty. So you're literally just ruining lives by just spewing out bullshit. You know what I mean? And yeah. guys can't do that. I can't go out there and say, oh, fucking like Stephanie McMahon touched my balls when I was at the last WWE. No one's going to fucking believe me. You know, right. if a girl goes out there and says Triple H, oh, he was in town and doing a convention and he fucking touched me inappropriately. Oh, all hell breaks down and WWE shuts down. You know what I mean? Right. Com- complete. Just it's 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 insane. And I mean, I guess it goes a little deeper with him too, because like he's telling her like he didn't rape you and stuff on another one of those messages. He's saying, you know, okay, well that's that's different. Yeah. You know, she's like, uh, he tried to rape me, and he's like, no, you didn't. You had sex with him before, and fucking, you didn't want to this time, and he didn't, and whatever the fuck. So he's like, really, like kind of standing hard with the dude as far as saying, you know, nah, man. You, you know what you're talking about and shit. So, I mean, it's it's tough because you definitely can't draw that line where you're telling, like, someone who was fucking sexually assaulted, like, it didn't happen. Like, um, yeah, I, I think he's, he's probably uh, writing his fucking, you know, his death wish with that as far as the wrestling business goes. And, yeah, I mean, Ian's still using him. Ian, you know, is good friends with the dude has been using him for years. I mean, it definitely works out for Ian's cards. Obviously the Algin's a great wrestler and everything. And, uh, you know, very well sought out as far as, you know, wrestling promotions want to use him. So if all of a sudden that guy's schedules wide open, you know, I, not that I could blame a guy for wanting to use him, yeah. but I, I don't know. I, I just, shit like this is, I mean, it's taking people out of all sorts of businesses, so I don't I don't think it's going to be a surprise if he goes, but I just wonder, like I said, does this open the floodgates of bringing people's morals into question because I'm telling you, like, we just might as well erase a couple of wrestling promotions and just consolidate this into, like, sure. four or five of them. That way sure. we could just, you know. Yeah. Dude, if, uh, if, if honestly you were taking a couple hundred bucks from Rob Feinstein to set up a table at your event, you, you need to shut the fuck up, man, because you have no yeah. morals. Let's let's not even go there. You know, you have yeah. this fucking guy that was touching kids, you know, setting up tables and selling shoot interviews for a couple hundred bucks. Get the fuck out of here, man. The last thing yeah. I want to see you see is you unbook Michael Elligan for some rumors. You know what I mean? When this guy was on tape. So, yeah. And another, another and thing. To the point where that's become like a running joke. We're like, oh, I thought you said 18. Like, that's not actually funny. Like, I mean, if it comes down to it and you had a little brother, that shit wouldn't be really fucking right. funny if this dude was trying to lure him into his fucking. Fuck a brother, kid, man. Imagine yeah, if that was your kid. I mean, yeah, you want to deal with that shit? Fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't even have kids, but I'd fucking kill somebody over there some shit like that, man. Yeah, man. 
But uh, one more thing I want to mention with this Michael Yalgan thing. I, I know you just mentioned that, uh, you know, he said that uh, apparently the guy didn't rape you. You had sex with him before. You just didn't want to this time. This is yeah. another touchy subject because women do do this. You know, obviously, I don't know from experience or anything, but you hear it from people like, oh, you know, yeah, we had a relationship and then things soured and she said that I raped her. You know, right. so this could be another one of those situations. But you don't get like a fucking season pass to the pussy. You can't just like fucking, hey, we fucked once, bro. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You can't tell me no now. No, no, I'm, I'm talking more about situations like like, like a girl about, was drunk one night and she slept with this guy and the next day she regretted it because she has a boyfriend and now she's saying that, you know, he raped her. I shit guess. like that. But you can't uh, season pass that shit. Yeah, though. you can't. You can't season pass that. You, <laughs> you can't you can, just, dude, I got, the, I got the idea right here. It says, like, until 2018. Like, you, uh, can't, <laughs> you can't give me a no now. Like, my the, shit is not expired. Get the backstage pass, man. You can, you can season yeah. the pussy. You can't have it for seasons. Right. But, yeah. But, uh, all right, let's talk about our last topic, man. Rich Swan. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Jesus Christ. Um, so he was arrested. Um, domestic uh, battery and unlawful imprisonment, I think, is, is what they labeled it as. Um, Sue Young is the wrestler that uh, he's married to. Uh, they've been married for, I think, like eight months or nine months or some shit. They've been together for, I think, five years. Um, and as the story goes, I guess they got into an argument in the car and, uh, he was criticizing her matches or some shit and they got into a heated argument to the point where she got scared that things were going to get physical and at, I guess like a stop sign or something, she got out of the car and tried to run away and he fucking chased her down and drug her back in physically to the car and threw her back into the car. And they, they were driving and she's like screaming for people to help her and to, to get her away from him because she thinks this shit's about to go down. And then I guess like he was still driving slow at some point and she just hopped out of the fucking moving car and he didn't even get it like in the park and fucking jumped out of the car after again. And the car went into like a telephone pole because uh you know it was still moving not that it was like fucking cruising but that's how the car stopped was to hit a fucking pole and then uh i guess uh you know the witnesses saw it and uh heard her screaming for help and shit like that and so he was arrested and um you know from her reports it's like you know she was worried about it getting physical so to me that says it's happened before it's not like you know you're with a guy for five years he never laid a hand on you and you're suddenly leaping out of moving cars because shit's getting shit's getting intense in the argument that's not right. a normal reaction if the dude hasn't put his hands on you before so i i personally i'm gonna take a fucking hard stance on this as i do most of the time on this type of topic and say he's a piece of shit and um you know he's he's gonna be fired from the wwe so far he's been uh, suspended indefinitely but he completely fucking blew his shot and it is what it is fuck him yeah honestly um this guy i mean we've both seen him live many many times this dude you're not fucking homeless anymore you have a wwe contract you can't fucking act like this this is like and and even if you were homeless you shouldn't act like this but i mean you have a huge opportunity and you just took a huge shit on it so you fucking you you blew it man i I mean there's only so much you can say about the guy obviously he's going to be coming back to ccw he's going to be like your next ccw champion sam callahan loves him so look forward to that you know, and, and Sammy again, loves him, and sure. you know, Sammy doesn't have any kind of high moral stance on that either, because he fucking abused Chrissy, and you know, although that's not hugely publicized because of the fucking, the you know, the politics and this and that, and whether she doesn't want to you know say too much and not be booked and this and that, but go ask her. I heard it from her fucking mouth, so it's not like some shit that I'm making up or or you know, 
talking about other people have said it on other podcasts too that he's a woman beating piece of shit and you know that that's his buddy so he's not going to take any kind of hard line on that either so a hundred percent he'll be booked there and then um you know i mean it's just it's going to be what it's going to be with him um you know, indies, they don't have fucking standards. And, you know, until we start applying standards across the board, like, I don't know how many women that are wrestlers have, you know, posted shit like, I'm a Steve Austin girl and all this. Like, come on, man. Like, he was fucking abusing fucking women for a long time. Like, sure. yeah, he, he did a, incredible things in the ring, but, dude, he was charged with fucking shit. Like, shit was, you know, shit has gone down where I think he was charged, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he had shit that was documented, like fucking beating Deborah. I think it was Deborah. Yeah, it was Deborah. Yeah, and, and, you know, and the Necro Butcher went on fucking, you know, Facebook to, like, legitimize. Like, here's, like, look, um, what would you do in my situation? She took my money for the fucking Disney trip, and I just punched her in the head while she fucking cringed on the fucking recliner with the kids in the other room and it's just like you know what would you do if you took your money it's like well i wouldn't punch her in the fucking head with your big hillbilly fucking fists but um you know i guess that's the route you took and some people are like yeah don't fucking blame them well i mean it i I can't sit with you on that yeah i mean that's that's not some shit i'm cool with like if if you got a, a chick that's fucking stealing your fucking money and shit like that you gotta cut your losses and get the fuck out of there you can't just like put her in line with a beating every once in a while, and that, that's that's kind of what this fucking dude did. And you know, I'd heard too, you know, from people who were a little bit closer to him that it wasn't the first time that he hit a woman either, which it usually isn't. Um, people don't just like, hey, I never hit a woman before. I'm just going full fucking Riddick bow on this chick like right now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like that's my money. Like it's over. You know, and, and I just. I don't know. I'm not with it, you know, and people want to take these fucking high moral grounds, but then they want to draw lines where they want to like, no, 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 like, no, he's not like that. Like maybe something happened once, but no, it's cool. No, he's a legend or that's my boy. He's a good dude. Nah, leave him alone. I mean, either you give a fuck or you don't. You're either going to take a stance against anyone that does that. If your fucking best friend beats his fucking wife up and you're against woman beaters, you're probably not best friends with that guy anymore. If, if it's some shit that's open for discussion, well, the, then we're not on the same page we're just not on the fucking same page so uh i don't know that's just me that i i take a pretty hard line on this shit no i 100 agree um another guy that uh apparently is leaving wwe is leo rush before we leave we should is probably he? talk about him yeah he took up he took off everything that was you know related to nxt and wwe off his twitter and oh. um he hasn't been seen they're not retweeting anything about him he's quiet he's not talking about anything so expect him and rich swan in czw in the next couple of months i guess i guess they got that uh three month no compete clause uh you know sometime in the summertime for sure i would expect both of them back in ccw look tim storm's got me saying ccw now yeah fuck it i mean uh ccw now joey will be happy about that i'm sure he'll be emotional on his return like he was on his exit and you know they can put. They have the, the little artsy kid put together a nice little video package for him again about him returning and Zoe, uh, Je- Zoe, Joey killing a zombie or something to get back at him and you know some all silly shit and uh, you know I mean they'll they'll have great fucking matches. No sell a power bomb off a ladder or something and yeah, you know send Jim Cornette into a fucking early grave. 
<laughs> whatever i mean i don't give a shit at this point i honestly don't give a fuck about the majority of what happens in wrestling i watch a show like every couple months i follow it because i was invested in it for so long but i'm so fucking detached from this shit at this point like motherfuckers are running around in dresses making out with each other and fucking it this shit is just not for me it's just it's just not it the wrestlers are fucking super sensitive and fucking oh like how dare you criticize that and they get the fuck out of my face i, I don't give a shit yeah, I think you had it right, man. Zoe Janela. Might be, uh, Zoe Janela. Might be a good name. There you go. But, uh, shit, man. You got anything else you want to talk about before we bounce up out of here? No, I, I think that's about it. Oh, I, you know, as I started off the beginning of the show with, I guess we'll touch on this real quick, uh, you know, I decided that I'm going to call myself like nothing else, Jake Morris, because, uh, you know, CCW has a habit of stealing shit that I use. Uh, I, I know you <laughs> maybe a different opinion of the shirt, but, um, you know, when when I first put out the I'm a John Zandig guy shirts um, and I, I, you know, obviously I took it from the I'm a Paul Heyman guy shirts and all of that stuff. And I'm not the first person to use blood letters or any stuff like that. I, I didn't invent any of this stuff, but. Um, a few months after I put those out, I was actually still attending CZW occasionally. And there it was, fucking, I'm a CZW guy shirt. And I just shook my head because I, I knew, like, that was their answer to my shirt. There was a handful of them out there. They started to see him. And he couldn't have put out, like, I'm a DJ Hyde guy shirt because he wouldn't have sold one fucking shirt. He would have sold one to his wife, <laughs> you know, like, but, uh, that was his way of saying, like, no, no, I love all CZW, not just Johnson. You know, that was yeah. like that was their answer. So I just laughed, and I don't think they sold a shitload of them. But um, I said, okay, there you go. Well, before the Zandig angle happened, uh, Maven actually hit me up inquiring about shirts. And, you know, how much are they? You know, what are we talking about? This and that. And, and I thought, like, at first I thought maybe because there was still no John Zandig angle on the table. When I had those shirts printed, Zandig was still full retirement. No one heard from him for years. Like, that wasn't, like, me piggybacking on his return. Like, I put those out before his fucking return and couldn't have been happier when he returned because I'm like, shit, maybe, you know, maybe these will catch on now even more so. I just, like. I saw so much of the old CCW gone and I wanted to make like a statement. Like people were saying, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Well, I'm a John Zandig guy, man. That old CCW that I fucking fell in love with. I want to, I want to fucking reconnect with that. And I want to let motherfuckers know this, this is what brought me to fuck here. This, this is what brought my support to CCW. And I knew a lot of other people felt that way. So, you know, and I put Yakuza kick radio on it. So just support the show support, you know, what the fuck I've been talking about for all these years on the show. And yeah, you know, like I said, I was happy to hear John Zandig's coming back. Holy shit. And then uh, I even had Atticus um, brought a shirt over to his house and fucking Zandig's holding my shirt up. And I was like fucking super marking out for that. That was awesome. And then, um, you know, and then it, it turned out uh, Zandig's milling around a fucking return. And um, so that that all happened and everything. But, you know, when the return started to the wheel started to turn, I guess they started to figure out all right well, we're gonna do this angle and i had no knowledge of the angle so when maven hit me up i just thought maybe he just wants a shirt you know he he was good friends with john so he ended up just like not following through with that not getting a shirt off of me which is fine like a whole bunch of people did that shit like oh i need one and just never fucking hit me back up and i mean you need one i mean it's pretty simple but i'm not gonna like follow people around with a shirt like dude you said like <laughs> i don't care um you know, I still have fucking shirts. They're in my attic in a Rubbermaid. If motherfuckers want them, by all means, I'll fucking sell you one. But if not, they can fucking sit up there in the Rubbermaid and shit's all good. 
Um, I didn't like make fucking money off of it when I, you know, you go down what I spent on the huge batch of them and then the amount I sold, I probably, I probably didn't break even. Um, and, and I didn't really get a huge batch. I don't want to overstate what I even got. Uh, 40 shirts, 50 shirts, top, something like that. Um, you know, with all the sizes combined. And anyway, um, so, so Maven hit me up about that and then he kind of just like deaded it. And next thing you know, Zandig comes back and they have the Zandig 2016 cheap fucking shirts made. And I'm like, okay, they, they clearly went the cheap route, which I don't blame them for one second. Cause I wasn't going to give them like fucking $2 shirts. And I'm sure that's what they spent on that. You know, one side fucking just black letters, you know, no multiple colors. I mean, gotta be the cheapest fucking shirts you could make. Yeah. And, you know, they did that and the whole fucking angle fell apart. So even good on them for not having to spend a shitload of money on it. And, uh, well, Maven gave me one shirt after they ripped my fucking arm open at that show and said, here, JK, you've been supporting a long time, which I thought was like the biggest slap in my fucking face. Cause it was like, <laughs> first off, you should be fucking backing a fucking merch truck up to my trunk right now. You fucking asshole, let alone being like, you supported a long time. Like you're giving me the share for any other fucking reason than the fact that I got one of the biggest cuts at this fucking tournament and I hadn't, I didn't work it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jesus Christ. I mean, Ricky champagne almost ripped his fucking face off. That's I'm not true. saying I was, I was the most hardcore guy there by any stretch. I'm just saying like, I, I definitely left with a bigger wound than a lot of guys <laughs> that worked yeah. the tournament. Um, uh, so, um, uh, you know, like that, that like kind of connected there. I was like, Oh, maybe. And, and I thought about it like, yeah, I'm a John Zandig guy shirt would have fit real well in that fucking angle where they were drawing two lines of Zandig guys. And you know, and, uh, actually Pinky Sanchez wore my fucking Zandig guy shirt that he borrowed from Sozio when they did the, the, the spot in the flyers skate zone thing. So that was pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Um, but then besides that, just recently they put out some kind of like blood violence destroyer, some kind of shit. And it was like big fucking block letters with the blood splatters and little print letters that said combat zone wrestling under it, which like if you, if you squinted your eyes, you could see where it would say like John Zandig guy. And then like the Yakuza kick radio, little letters under it. And like, I didn't even see it or know anything about it. And someone else sent it to me and like, this shit look familiar to you. And I just laughed like you fucking dicks. Like first you went at the, the, the idea of the shirt by, you know, I'm a, fill in the blanks guy and then you went at the actual zanding part and then you went at the fucking the print it was like i mean you guys have mimicked it on all angles and you know it is what it is uh, you know i'm not like fucking furious about it but i feel like i fit the bill of like nothing else more so than czw is because i could say that i'm fucking unique and what czw does is run-of-the-mill bullshit so i'm just gonna start using that tagline obviously not licensed on any merch because i'm sure they've copyrighted that but um i'll, I'll say it yeah man <laughs> steal their shit <laughs> steal it back gives a fuck yeah absolutely fuck gives a fuck fuck em. but fuck um thing else Fuck them, fuck them. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, we got GCW this weekend. I'll actually be at that show. So uh, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about with this GCW and CCW next week. We'll see what the deal is. Shoot, angle, whatever the case may be. We'll figure it out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, with that said, thanks for listening. Check out Yakuza Kick Radio, blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. Subscribe on iTunes. Check out the Hot Tag Podcast, THD Podcast, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. And uh, you got any guests lined up? We don't have anybody. Uh, in the next no, I don't weeks, really but... know what I'm doing. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to, you know, do some shit on the, you know, 
on a Wednesday show and you know put something together. But I don't know if I'm going to do any guests this coming week or anything. Probably do throw a little hour together or something like that. Uh, definitely, you know, before we close this out, I definitely want to say just to piss all you guys off, happy Hanukkah. Yeah. And I'm not Jewish, totally so that's even happy fucking Hanukkah. worse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. But yeah, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening and peace. Peace. I gave you fair warning, beware, beware, beware. But you thought plug shit was sweet, now you can't sleep Gotta keep your eyes open wide and hide your face from the streets I'm like the beast with a warrant far from a Norman Gave you fair warning, now you wanna stand squalling I'm calling out any rapper that I doubt Smack him in the mouth, throw him in the yoke, boom, then I knock him out No doubt, Freddy Fox fouls, 20 shot, auto glock cloud Benny blind, quarter rock style, with a twist of black in the brow Swish a cap in the mouth, sleep with the fish, did for yapping so now We're snapping it now, niggas is hard as hell, but they gargamel Sticking on the smallest victim gives them hard to kill My squad is real and holds it down the hardest Regardless, what size of the largest We polish the floor with the rawest Arcaratus Flawless victory, your niggas can't do shit to me Physically, lyrically, hypothetically, realistically You're the epitome of catch a wreck Catch it when you cash a check Smash it when you pass the shack for your fucking legs Nothing less than the best of the squad did it Hard-headed niggas better beware and fear like God said it I, 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 I gave you fair warning, beware, beware, beware.